720 WGN, John Landecker, thanks for listening 11 minutes after 7 o'clock. Why would I play a bunch of pumpkin stuff to open the show? Because Corey Rumor's with us. Not that she has anything to do with pumpkins, except she reports on them. She travels with her son to various patches of pumpkins in the area and then puts together a concise report. Good evening, Corey. John, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, the intro was a little spooky. So, well, I wanted yeah, I to. It. Yeah, I wanted to throw a little fear into the hearts of everybody. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's uh, we're, it's October and uh, it's dark outside and we're getting every day we get closer to Halloween. So, you know, let's take an innocent, <laughs> which I think is probably the basis of most horror movies. Let's take an innocent topic such as pumpkins and turn it into terror. <clears throat> But that's not that's not what we're gonna do. No, no. Uh, Corey and her son Boone. I love the fact that you take Boone along because this is like the second report I've seen where the both of you traveled about to different places to report. I think the first one I saw was apple orchards, and then yeah. and now we have uh, pumpkin patches, places to go yeah. for the pumpkins. Yeah, I like that. That's we good. Like, we adventures and uh as you know my husband works on sundays so we have a lot of free time together on sundays and so i tell him hey let's get in the car we load up a backpack we get a water bottle and then we just kind of go wherever and we did the same thing this past weekend and i asked him you know do you ever just want to stay home and he's like no let's go no come on when i want to stay home when i can go with you to pumpkin uh where do you hear some of these uh wait till Corey tells you about some of these locations and by the way I think you've said this on the year before, so I'm not spilling any beans. The reason that your husband works on Sunday is because he's a sports reporter for the Sun Times. And, uh, and Boone said something. I'm not going to say what it is now. (laughs) Uh, at one of these pumpkin patch locations that truly shows you are raising this kid right. And (laughs) I know what you're referring to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, so let's see here. When did, I'm not, you don't have to tell me when, but um, how many miles did you put on the car and doing all of this? Do you know, hundreds. Uh, I I needed a new water pump by the time we were done with apple orchards and pumpkin farms. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes, that is a lot of driving. Yeah, it was a lot, and I mean, we we live in Evanston, so to get to places like Geneva, um, I, I, there are a couple other places, South Suburbs. Yeah, it's a haul. Yeah. It's a long time in the car. And is Boone a good car traveler? He's great. He's really great. <laughs> um, and I know I'm going to jinx myself there, but no, you're not. Yeah, Come on. He he keeps himself occupied in the back seat. You know, he's got a. A Kindle, so he can watch movies or TV shows, yeah. and he likes to draw, yeah. and obviously snacks. We got to bring snacks, so yeah, he's usually a good sport. He can handle like an hour and a half, two hours in a car before he's like, "Okay, I'm done." And I love it that you share your byline with him. <gasps> okay, so this story what? you're talking about, John, was actually in the paper this past Sunday. It was in the life and style section, and to see, you know, I I've known since I was 12 years old that I wanted to be a reporter, and I mean, it's a dream job to work at the Chicago Tribune. I never thought this would be possible. So to see my name and then to see his name, you know, right next to it, yeah, it gets me. <laughs> Pretty cool. Well, we will uh, continue after a break, and then we'll let uh, Corey Rumor take us on a tour of pumpkin patches along with her son, Boone. 
here at 720 WGN. Hey, uh, 18 minutes after 7 with John Landecker at 720 WGN. See if we go from one extreme to another. We've got pumpkin horror movies, and then we have pumpkin children's songs because we get t- taken a tour. Well, you got to cover all your bases. So we're taking a tour uh, with Corey uh, Rumor and her son Boone of Chicago area pumpkin patches. So, you know, I've got the article. You've got the article. Why Can I just throw out to you your segment title and then you can go you know like if i say okay before you leave home what okay so this is this is where you want to make sure you have gone to the bathroom and you (laughs) (laughs) if you have small children you'll know the drill you You bet backpacks full of stuff to keep them occupied so snacks uh drawing things uh something to watch uh movies and tv shows on that usually works for the two of us then we hop in the car and we go best itinerary for a full weekend day Okay, this one is super fun, and I had never done this before. You'll have to go up to Muckwanago. At least I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. You'll have to go to Wisconsin, Muckwanago, Wisconsin. And Uh actually, you'll start out in East Troy, Wisconsin. And East Troy has a railroad museum where you can hop on an electric train. um, And some can be from the 20s, some are from the 40s, some are from the 70s. We weren't sure what we were going to get. But you can take a little train ride to and from a pumpkin patch. Uh, the elegance. Yeah, it, this is so much fun. And we had tried to do it once before, and it didn't work out. And then COVID happened. So we, right. we couldn't yeah. do it until now. So I recommend you go on East Troy Railroad Museum's website and buy your tickets in advance to make sure you have seats. Um, and I'm so glad we did that because it was packed for our trip. And so we parked at East Troy Railroad Museum, got on the train, and it's about a half an hour ride to the mm-hmm. Elegant Farmer, which is in Chicago, Wisconsin. And there's all kinds of cool things there. You can have lunch there. You can pick apples there. They have a store. So if the weather's bad, you can just get stuff from their store and hop back on the train and go back to the railroad museum. I understand. Um, uh, I understand Boone described uh, the railroad, the train as an old fashioned one from the 1980s. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> You know, way back there in the olden days, in olden times, the 1980s. The 1980s. Oh, I know. Uh, that was but that's not his brutal. best. That's not his best line. So stay tuned. That's not his best line, in my opinion. Anyway. Oh, you're too kind. I mean, the fun part about being a reporter and following this kid around is I just never know what's going to come out of his mouth. And so right. at the Elegant Farmer, they have all this great food. And one of the things they have is a caramel apple bar. So you uh-huh. get your, you pay for it, you get a ticket, you walk on up, and you can choose what type of apple you want. They have a crock pot with, uh, with caramel in it. And so they'll put as much or as little caramel on the apple as you want. And then you have your choice of, uh, of these little sprinkles or jimmies or whatever you call them. Um, and so there are different ones. And one, it was called Go Pack Go, obviously, because you're in Wisconsin. And if you're a Packers fan, you want green and yellow. So I said, Boone, we're in Wisconsin. Don't you want the Packers colors? And he said, no. And I said, why? And he said, because I say, boo, Packers. There you go. You see, 
That kid is being brought up right. That's all I got to say. <laughs> he has a, a long time of disappointment ahead of him as a Chicago Bears <laughs> fan. But uh, but he still you know, gets the gist of the rivalry. Yeah. You know, there may yeah. be one day, there may be a day down the road. Sometimes he's young enough, perhaps, you know, well, you're young enough too. Your whole family is. But I mean, <laughs> it's not a totally lost cause. I mean, someday the Bears will beat the Packers. It, it's just, uh, I think... The law of averages, it has to happen. The, the algorithm or whatever they're using today. Sooner or later, as uh, the song once said, I think they'll get them. I think they'll get them. John, uh, do you think like in the 1910s, this is how people <laughs> talked about the Cubs? Like, it's bound to happen. One day they'll win a championship. I, a World now, wait Series. a minute. Corey, I think you better check with your husband. I think they did win a championship about that time. Oh, my gosh. I'm actually still at work, so I can't even check with them. I know they won in 1907, and okay. I, I think they went again in 1908. But I think that was it until 2016. Yes. Well, so, I, so what I'm saying is, and if that's Hell true, has that, already frozen over. They did win in 2016. <laughs> Come on. Really? No, I, I know that, but the idea that if you win two championships in just a three years and then you don't win one for two years you're not really sitting around going when will this ever happen again but then when you get to 25 35 40 50 that's years true. then that's you true. know you're starting to go what the heck's going on here well that's baseball yeah. so let's return to uh Corey <laughs> Rumor's tour of uh pumpkin farms best slide and pumpkin selection now what is that Oh, my gosh. So I had never, both of us, neither of us had been to Heap's Giant Pumpkin Farm. Now, this is in Manuka. So I think this is this is quite the haul. This might have yeah. thrown the water pump in on my car. But it was so <laughs> much fun. They have a giant slide. And we actually met the owner. Um, he's like fifth-generation farmer. They, and he came up with this design for this giant slide. you got to like walk all the way up the hill, and then you get a burlap sack, and then you oh, go down wow. the slide. Oh, and so, yeah, we just happened to visit on a day where it wasn't busy. It was, you know, before October, so I think we hit it at the right time. And we went down the slide so many times. It was so much fun. So, yeah, this is a good one. It's family-owned. It's relatively small. Uh, nothing too wacky. It's what you'd expect from a pumpkin farm, but they do have giant pumpkins there, and actually the day after we visited, they hosted the Illinois Giant Pumpkin Growers Association way Whoa. Off. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't know this until after I got back home and did a little research, but there is a guy whose nickname yeah. is Pumpkin King of Illinois, and he's he won it again this year. It was like 1,700 pounds of pumpkin. I mean, that's a huge pumpkin. Uh, there's some other pumpkins I was reading today, uh, some pumpkin competition out in California, and someone from the Midwest did drive out there, and yeah. his pumpkin, in the past week, wait a minute, let me do my research. <laughs> uh, you know, there's nothing like two journalists going at it uh, on yeah. the radio, you know. By the way, I want to tell you the phone number here, 312-981-7200. Uh, what did I say? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's the text and... Uh, phone line, and I've got a text here from 269 that says, she is the best, exclamation point. That's you. Oh, my. Ah. No, I, <laughs> I think I'm you... the only woman on the broadcast right now, right? So I, no, don't, I don't know. Uh, let's no. see. Oh. 2,500-pound pumpkin. Uh, yes. 
wins California yeah. contest. Actually, 2,560-pound pumpkin. Yes. Shatters and new. That, and that guy was from Anoka, Minnesota. Right. Not from Illinois. He, now, catch this. He had to drive that pumpkin for 35 hours to get it out there. How about that? Because that was going to be my next question, John and David. Like, how did how did he even get that pumpkin out? A there? truck. Like, he drove it himself. I, a pick, a truck, a flatbed truck, probably. No, what you do? No, what you do is you get a magic wand and you go bibbity bobbity boo, and then four <laughs> wheels, a horse, a coach, and a uh, some horse horses pulling. No, no, it, no, 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 it's, it's, no, no, no. It? It's it's not a horse. <laughs> it is a very large. Twin broom that that appears. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, actually, a grower in Italy holds the world's record for the heaviest pumpkin. He grew a two thousand seven hundred and two pound pumpkin in twenty twenty one. What do they do with the pumpkins? What do they do with all that pumpkin? I mean, do they? That's a good question. Lots and lots and lots of pies. Yeah. I mean, oh, can you oh, by, by the way, since we since we have you here, um. You find any, right, come across any pumpkin chunkin? Oh, yes, absolutely. At, you did? Uh, Stady's. Yes, yes, at Stady's in McHenry. Um, it's one that Boone and I, like. it's not in this in this list, but it's in our listings on the Tribune's website. Um, we, went, we had listings of 50 other pumpkin farms. And, yes, Boone and I love the pumpkin chunkin. And the, what they do at Stady's is they have, like, a railroad horn that goes... You know, like an old steam railroad a whistle. Uh, engine. Yes, a whistle. And so you kind of like, they they do that, and then you have to kind of like run over there to watch it, and it just, it's, it's awesome. I mean, who's, I don't know who comes up with the I mean, I've, I've, that I've, they have at pumpkin farms, but that's the best. I've seen them use the old style, uh, like when they still had castles, the catapults. Oh, yeah. Yes. And then yes. they, some of them have now, last time I saw one of these things, it was air air pressure powered. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Whoa. yes. It's <laughs> like. They're taking the, they're taking the chunk and the, they're pay, taking their pumpkin chucking seriously. Yes, they We're, do. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love uh, it. I never we're met a pumpkin to, I didn't like. We're talking. You've never met a pumpkin you didn't like. <laughs> Thank you, Will <laughs> Rogers, or whatever his name was. Uh, Corey Rumor from the Chicago Tribune is with us, and uh, we'll continue into the next half hour as we follow her and her son Boone on their tour of pumpkin patches in and around the greater Chicagoland area, plus some other items that we'll touch on. So stay tuned for that. Right now, it's the bottom of the hour and time to get into the WGN newsroom. 720 WGN, 736 with John Landegger and uh, one of my favorite people uh, with us, Corey Rumer from the Chicago Tribune. Uh, Corey and her son Boone went on a tour of um, pumpkin patches in and around the area and She's reporting on it with us now. So I'm just going to move along so we can get to maybe some other stuff. But I want to complete the tour, okay? So okay. I'm I'm moving along to Best Explored with Cousins, which is a very unique heading. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, of course, Boone and I, our goal was to hit five pumpkin farms. And inevitably, somebody in our family was going to say, hey, we want to go, too. Yeah. So we all decided to meet up at Jerry Smith Farm in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And, okay, this is hilarious. So we walk up, my husband, my son, and I, and I see my brother-in-law, my sister's husband, Greg, 
And I'm like, what's up, Greg? And I look, and there was a Bloody Mary bar at this pumpkin farm. I've never seen anything like mm. that, John. Yeah, well, was... <laughs> you know. When in Wisconsin, I guess, you know. <laughs> <sighs> like, it was it was great because, you know, pumpkin farms, I generally think of as a family activity. Yes, and this yes, one was course. very much a family activity as well. But it was, you walk through the gate and there's a, there's a bar. And, you know, of course you can get your Wisconsin only beer, the nuclear yeah. beer and the spotted cow and yeah, bloody Mary bar. So if you're into that kind of thing, then Hey, this might be a good spot for you. Um, but yeah, it was really fun to run around and, Jerry Smith had a great section where if you didn't want to pay to do the activities, you didn't have to go to that area. You could have just stayed in the section where they have these really cool dioramas. They have pumpkin heads, and it's all Disney and Pixar characters. Uh, So that was a lot of fun, too. So for people who don't want to have to pay admission to get in and do the activities, this is a good spot for them, a good spot to meet up with family. Well, speaking of family, the next category is Best patch to grab that Instagram photo with grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw Sugar Grove Pumpkin Farm out in Sugar Grove. Like the website was too perfect. I'm like, okay, there's no way it looks like this in person because it looked like an interior designer put it together. <laughs> and so Boone and I got out there and it was, it's a lovely little place. It's on a, a family's property. They have three young sons. So, uh, you know, we hit it off right away. Um, and Boone and I went there on a day off from school and it was just adorable and fun. And the part that he loved the best, uh, they had cornhole, but it was golf cornhole and he's, he's a big golfer. So he got the biggest kick out of that. So this was a really, really fun one. That was adorable. Golf cornhole. Now, wait a minute. So you are trying to hit a golf ball with a club into the cornhole hole. He said redundantly. Yeah. Oh, yes. wow. And, and Boone's a big golfer? He loves golf. And I think it's because he's an only child. And when he couldn't hang out with other kids, you know, when we shut, when everything shut down, like, what am I going to do? Golf was one of the few things that was on TV. And so he kind of just took it upon himself and figured it out. And thankfully there was a neighbor who lived across the street and they used to pretend that the street was water and you had the golf balls to each other over the water. So, yeah, so long story short, that's how he became a golfer, I think. You know, when he wins the PGA in about 20 years, he'll look back on this with fond memories. I sure hope so. I mean, that's kind of what I'm shooting for. It's like I know that the PGA plays in uh, really nice locations around the world, so who knows? (laughs) Best assort, speaking of playing games, best assortment for of games for friendly competition category. So this is Windy Acres Farm, which we hadn't been to before. It's out in Geneva. And speaking of golf, part of the reason I chose it and surprised Boone with it is they have a nine-hole miniature golf course. Oh, and great. So, yeah, he was. It, this was the best place ever. But I noticed as we walked around, everything you could do everything kind of in pairs. And it's like, oh, this would be a good place to go to bet somebody like, hey, if if I beat you, you're going to buy me um, an apple cider donut or a pumpkin mm-hmm. or something like that. So we had, we had a really good time at this one. And I think my sister and brother-in-law took their kids there this past weekend and had a good time, too. Did you... Uh- 
run into any hard cider by any chance? You know, I, I the Jerry Smith Farm in Kenosha, I'm not sure if they offer that as well. But um, we had gone to a place called Kuiper's Family Farm when we went apple picking. They oh, they not only had yeah. hard cider, but they were working with a brewery to come up with an apple cider donut beer. But they were sold out of it when we were there. They were they had another batch of it. I think it was more popular than they expected. So if you're looking for a place that does a really good hard cider, Kuiper's Family Farm is a good one. You know, while we were talking and we broke at the bottom of the hour for the news, and we're talking to Corey Rumor from the Chicago Tribune about pumpkin patches and assorted other items. There was a Disney, when I was a kid, there was a Disney longer cartoon that eventually, and it was also done a um, as a movie with Johnny Depp, years later, the, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow with Ichabod yes. Crane. You, you know that, right? So the guy oh, gets I his, love it. So the guy gets his head cut off, correct? And it's replaced with a pumpkin, isn't it? A pumpkin, You're isn't exactly it? Yeah, right. with like flames and stuff shooting out. Yeah, yeah. At some wow. point, he throws it at Ichabod Crane. Yeah, yeah. That just occurred to me. What a fun. What a fun Halloween story that is. <laughs> you see, the, see the man with the flaming pumpkin head? Now watch him toss it. Now, speaking of, um, we're going to, It's this is actually a, a perfect transition to dead people, uh, which is what we're going to do now. Um, I got a short, I've got a short item here that you sent over and then the longer one about the cemetery but this, uh, when this vintage Chicago Tribune cel- celebrates spooky season with a cemetery walk before Halloween. Yeah. Um, so this is a mapped out tour? So one of my favorite things to do, um, especially this time of year, and nobody does fall better than we do in the Midwest, in my opinion. There's such a variety of activities. And I I love a cemetery because it's like a it's like a museum, right? And it's, yeah. it's kind of like a treasure hunt, a museum, and you can kind of do it at your own pace. But part of the challenge is figuring out like where where do you go and how do you turn it into a tour? And so uh, Graceland Cemetery off Clark Street is probably one of the most famous ones in Chicago as far as who's buried there. A lot of famous people are buried there. It's also the grounds are beautiful and they make for for a good walk. And there's a new book out that I was really excited to read um, by a local historian and uh, tour guide. His name is Adam Seltzer. He wrote this book about Graceland Cemetery. And so um, I thought that would be kind of a good jumping off point for the vintage Chicago Tribune newsletter last week. Like, hey, if you don't know what cemeteries to go to and who to look for, kind of compiled that I've put together. We're going to do some more. We're going to take a break and do some more with Corey about uh, cemeteries. But I have to say that the picture uh, from the Tribune archives shows children participating in the annual Bateman Elementary School Halloween Parade in October 1965. That is, I know they're kids, a very disturbing picture as far as I'm concerned. They, that just looks, I mean, there's, I understand the kid in the middle is supposed to be Superman, I take it, but wow, these kids look really weird. And I have to say, I know where Bateman School was because now it's a con- it's condominiums, and I know some people who went there, 
And it it doesn't surprise me that that's the way these kids look. Okay. Uh, More with Corey Rumor when we come back on 720 WGN. We're getting to the thriller season. 720 WGN. I'm John Landecker, 748 with Corey Rumor from the Chicago Tribune. Corey, before we go any further, I think you should put in a plug for what you do over there in the Tribune and how people can uh, access your work. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I do a little bit of everything, but I love to work with our archives here at the Chicago Tribune and with one of our photo editors, Marianne Mather. I put together the Vintage Chicago Tribune newsletter. It comes out every Thursday. In fact, I'm currently at work because I'm working on next week's edition. Uh, I was in the photo studio today with uh, Jason Wamsgans, one of our photographers um if you would like to subscribe it's free you do not have to have a chicago tribune subscription although it would be very much appreciated uh you can sign up just go to chicagotribune.com forward slash newsletters and you can sign up for vintage chicago tribune and i'll bug you in your email inbox every thursday afternoon how about that can't beat that offer okay the cemeteries were the famous rest in peace yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You want, this is broken down by um, topic. I love it. I haven't seen an, uh, an article about cemeteries catalog like this. Like the first one, aviation. Yeah, so Bessie Coleman, if you've ever flown in or out of O'Hare International Airport, Bessie Coleman, um, the first African-American woman to get a pilot's license, she tried to do it here in the United States and was denied, so she actually had to go to France to earn it. Um, And she is buried in Lincoln Cemetery. She died in 1926 during a horrible uh, she was doing a, a demonstration in Jacksonville, Florida, and actually fell out of her plane. Um, but she's buried in Lincoln Cemetery in Blue Island, which has a lot of really wonderful, notable people from the African-American community buried mm-hmm. there. So, um, it, yeah, I, I, I have a tour of that uh, as part of this newsletter. So I can I can tell you, if you want to get the newsletter, it's on our website. Search for my name, Corey Rumor, and you should yes. be able to find it. It's really fun. Uh, so I've been mispronouncing your last name then. <laughs> All this okay. time. Honestly, I don't know what's right. I've been told that in Italian it's Rumore, and that means noise. Oh, but Wait a minute. No. That's, that's yeah. sort of, um, that's got a bit of a <laughs> panache to it. Corey Rumore. I like that. Yeah, I'm talking to, I I'm ta- hey, I'm talking to Corey Romore <laughs> from the Yeah, cool. Uh all right, well <laughs> uh, <laughs> We always get off topic, I know. <laughs> Corey Rumor, Corey Romore, Corey Romore, Corey Corey Romore. Uh, I'll take it. Regarde la bella luna. Regarde la bella luna. All right. Um, <laughs> Chicago icons. Speaking of at the cemetery. Okay. Yeah. So this this is um, these are wonderful people didn't fit into any of the other categories. You talked about how much you liked how I put them in categories. This is kind of like uh, everybody else who's awesome. Uh, so Gwendolyn not... Brooks. Yeah. Gwendolyn know, Brooks. Yes. Yeah. She first african-american to win a Pulitzer prize her gravestone i think is the correct term it looks like a book it's really awesome oh yeah um, it, yeah, yeah yeah i see the picture yeah it does it is you see it, now? it looks like a book yes 
That's fantastic. I love that. It's like, when I die, can I have one that looks like a newspaper or something, please? That's so cool. You're going to have one that looks like a pumpkin. That's what it's going to (laughs) be. We've come full circle, right? Full circle. Gwendolyn Brooks. We were just talking yesterday uh, that this past weekend was anniversary, for lack of a better term, of the Great Chicago Fire. And and you've got a thing here about one of the O'Leary's in the cemetery. Absolutely. Um, Catherine O'Leary, let me see what cemetery that's in. I don't think, (laughs) um, yeah, as part of that series, uh, we had, uh, for the big anniversary last year, we had a big series in the Chicago Tribune about the Great Chicago Fire, um, where Cogan wrote a bunch of pieces about it. Um, And, yeah, the O'Leary family, uh, my colleague Willie actually uh, interviewed some of her descendants. She is buried in Mount Olivet Cemetery, um, and it says O'Leary really big. Yes, on it. right so there. That's yes, how you can find it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, in the time that we have remaining, which is about three minutes, you take it. Tell us about the people that you that are, that intrigue got your interest as far as who's who in the cemeteries. Instead of just, oh my gosh, instead of me just referencing the article, you go for it. Well, one thing that's really cool and. After speaking with his granddaughter, I'm still not exactly sure why this happened, but Al Capone actually has two gravestones in two different cemeteries in Chicago. What? He was initially, yes, he was initially buried in... Um, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. You're telling me that part of Al Capone is buried in one cemetery and then another part of Al Capone <laughs> is buried in another cemetery? These gangsters no. were serious. Man. They were, they were, and like I said, I'm not exactly sure when it happened or why it happened, but oh, he that's... was initially buried in Mount Olivet Cemetery, which Catherine O'Leary, who we were just talking about, yeah. is also buried there. So you will be able to find a, a gravestone there that says Alphonse Capone, but there's also another one that mm. is in Mount Carmel Catholic Cemetery in what? Hillside. That is his actual burial site. So that's where he's at now. And I believe his parents are buried there as well. But well, yeah, yeah. Why so is there, why is there, why, why are there two of them though? I, I don't understand. I mean, that's a great story. I've never heard yeah. that story. I've never heard of anyone having, <laughs> anyone having two cemetery locations ever, you know, I and, know. That, and that it's Al Capone that just adds an extra dimension of mystery to it. Wow. So I spoke with one of his granddaughters last year because last year there was an auction. His family has remained yeah. pretty quiet, you know. Right, I remember and that, his, yeah. Yeah, his granddaughters live in California. And so I was able to speak with one last year, and she said, I'm not exactly sure. She never, hardly ever visited Chicago. But she thought it might have been because there wasn't enough room in the in the one plot at the first cemetery, so that's why maybe they were moved to this other cemetery. Or um, maybe there was too much publicity at one. Mm, um, yeah, but but yeah. like I said, yeah, I'm not sure exactly why other than that. And here's the thing about cemeteries. Unless your family, for the most part, you're not going to be able to get the records. You're not going to be able to get those types of questions right. answered. Right. Uh, because it's a private it's a private thing, a family thing. So if you want to be... I, yeah, we're, we're run. You know, always run out of time. Even if it's an hour, it seems like it's too <laughs> short. Mm. Thank you so I much. For, 
Thanks for being with us again, Corey. Can't wait till we talk again. Corey Romare, everyone, from the Chicago Tribune.